Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Euro, sponsored by Bet365. The first round is... That was a bit camp, wasn't it? Five! We all know you're capable of that, though, so it's fine. Very capable, um, but incredibly (laughs) masculine at the same time. Um, But the best of us are, I would argue. Tweet in! Yeah. (laughs) Let Let us know know. what you think. I I don't need to tweet in, I'm hosting. No, I don't mean you. Oh, you cheeky sausage. Mm. Um, Speaking of which... very camp. Pete Donaldson's not here, but Jim Campbell is. Hello. Luke Moore is. All right. And I'm Marcus. Speller. Hello, Marcus. Very hectic start there to yeah. the show, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. but uh, one we all enjoyed, no doubt. Busy, wasn't it? It was the, busy. It was very busy, just like Hungary versus Portugal. That mm. was busy. Yeah. Oh. That was a packed schedule. <laughs> Game of the tawny. I was wondering if they were going to fit it all in. <laughs> what, all in uh, Kirai's trousers? In the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all in Portugal's net. <laughs> Incidentally, James Horncastle, friend of the show, uh, pointed out that 
Kirai is actually selling his yes. tracksuit bottoms in a range of different sizes mm-hmm. on his own website. So he it's, hard, that. it's hard to navigate that website. Yeah. <laughs> it's All hard right. to navigate in those trousers. <laughs> outside the stadium with a little stall set up as well yeah. after each game. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. It is worth, uh, well worth a, a turn of the head. Before that game, Ronaldo threw a man's microphone in a lake. Um, I'm loving the Ronaldo strop so much. And I'm also glad that we're now seeing that, you know, the, the positives of Ronaldo come out as well because when he gets wound up, he tends to perform a little while afterwards. But I, I'm, I'm loving this. The free kicks thing is getting absolutely hilarious. He'll be taking goal kicks as free kicks soon. The microphone was a perfect metaphor for the Portuguese national team. Mm. Essentially, Ronaldo is taking it, ripped it from the grasp of someone else and chucked it in a river. <laughs> well, yeah. But then having said that, he did actually play quite well against Hungary. Prior to the match, Ronaldo had not scored in 36 free kick attempts at major tournaments. And he added a few more to that list. But... He did score two goals and he got an assist. Yeah. One would of you, them was brilliant as well. Would you um, rate that free kick record as good enough or not good enough? Uh, I th- well, at this late stage, <laughs> and it is a very late stage, uh, if you're coming into that argument, I think that is really not good enough. I'd love to know how many free kicks he scored in total for Portugal. I would yeah. love it if it was none. I know it isn't yeah. none, but it would be amazing if it was none. Yeah. Well, I, that's the thing. If I don't know what his record is like in qualifiers. So if he scored a fair few there, mm. then you're going to let him take them. But, but he, really... was scoring from, he was shooting from way too far out. Jim yeah. touched on one of the earlier shows in the tournament. He. Uh, it's interesting to see as how, how far back he will go yeah. and still elect to shoot. He they, got one of them on target. <laughs> yeah, he did. But, you know, you've, you've got players like Pepe in there. Who, Pepe's good in the air. You know, he, he, he's capable of getting something there. But they are effectively removing that option from their own team by it's just silly. playing to Ronaldo's ego and letting him shoot from wherever he wants. Well, hopefully for, for Portugal's sake, Ronaldo's got a bit of that out of his system now with the two goals mm. and that Luke's shaking his head <laughs> come on <laughs> grinning I'm partly shaking my head and you, you know why but also because you didn't even have the courage of your convictions to go through with that either so I thought I'll stop you now you don't think that don't say it there's no point alright I apologise yeah. uh, talk about Zoltan Guerra if, if I oh. could yeah. oh my goodness what a goal yeah. what a goal that was yeah. just magnificent he's 37 years old Guerra is this, this is a tournament for the oldies. Yeah, the great thing about a player of that age is he can always do that. Yeah. A, play, a player can always do that. As long as he's standing in one spot and the ball comes to him. <laughs> yeah. And, you've been, can, it's and a 38-year-old Ricardo Carvalho yeah. is supposed to be marking you. Yeah, quite. <laughs> England have messed it up again, haven't they? Because previous tournaments, they think, oh, Gerard's a bit older, Lampard's a bit old. This was the tournament for them. Hmm. All the oldies are coming out. Stop this. Okay. We're not having them back. <laughs> yeah, I'm not having <laughs> This them ends back. with Sol and Sven, just, and just I'm one. putting a stop to it now. Can yeah. we just have one? <laughs> one of, which one would you choose? I'd have Lamps. I'd have Ashley Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Jim? <laughs> Jeff Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. What a goal it was from 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 Gira. Ronaldo's first goal was a beauty. It as was well. a beauty, yeah. but he set one up for Nani. He did. He did. And also, it was you know, Nani and, and and Ronaldo are friends, aren't they? And when Nani came to United, a lot of people Does thought Ronaldo he'd... have friends. Well, <laughs> I, and I, I say think, that in the nicest possible way. I think Nani's in Ronaldo's mind more of like a sidekick. Yes. So when he scored, I think that that annoyed Ronaldo. He thought he's not having the limelight. That's that's not but what Jim, he's it, for. It, but I think uh, I'd like to expand on that by so I think Ronaldo thinks Nani is his sidekick but he also at the same time thinks that he doesn't need a sidekick so mm. if it were Batman and Robin mm. Ronaldo would just never call Nani up well, I, no. I would what say, are you doing I've been fighting crime why didn't you ring me for those who are fans of, of Blackadder I would say Ronaldo is like Captain Flashard okay right and Nani in his mind is Baldrick yeah. I mean it really is he uses him as a footstool <laughs> yeah, it's okay, like right. that because when, when Nani first broke onto the scene people were saying is this guy the new Ronaldo because the media are obsessed they need to have a nude something on yeah. and Nani was very much looking like mm. he was going to be that of course he's never really um he's never really fulfilled that as but no player ever has no but he's still but he's still an important player for portugal isn't he yeah of course yeah of course yeah mm. i mean you know he's having a good tournament as well 
like in in a in a you know, badly misfiring team, which is you know, I think I think that's a stretch, Jim. I'm, I'm not going to get on board with that. I think if you're if you're sailing that boat past the harbour and I'm looking for a ride to another harbour mm. and that's the boat you're sailing past it, I'm not sure I'm jumping. I don't on want it. you on my boat. To be fair, Luke <laughs> to be honest, it's, on... it's leaking. Yeah, right. I don't I, need the weight. I just weigh it down. Yeah. <laughs> Grew up on the south coast of England. I did. You are, you know, I live near, there now. So near, yeah, you're late to the party. Yeah. Yeah. It's not in your blood like me. You're not ironborn like me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and God bless you for that, Jim. Mm. Uh, but it was it was three all, and uh, Jujak was uh, scoring uh, deflected goals left, right, and centre. Yeah. What a superpower! The start, the start of the second half was fantastic. It, it was. was. It was. It, was mm. it, it genuinely did look like they weren't going to be able to fit it all in. Like, we're not done. We're not done. But then they were done, which is a bit of a shame because it did tail off the last fifteen minutes. Because it, it suited Hungary. It looked like Portugal were like, yeah. This will do us. Maybe because they heard that Austria couldn't break yeah, Iceland down. They thought they'd get England. Go, yeah, we know how that goes. <laughs> what do you think of um, Kirai's little trick? Lovely. Lovely one. Oh, it? my goodness. Yeah. That, I, I love him. When he went to boot it long and he just hit it. If you look carefully, he looks around about four times. Yet yeah, I am in 25 yards of space <laughs> in every direction. I'm going to do this now. <laughs> he, the way he swung his foot and then and then played it with his, not well, sort of standing foot, if yeah. you will. It was so uh, laboured. Yeah. It was great. It was, it was like he was in slow motion. It was like, it was like me doing a trick, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it, it was absolutely wonderful. Well, what a fantastic game, anyway. A game of the tournament, we'd, we'd agree, I'm I think sure. we needed a game like that. The tournament's had an awful lot going yeah. for it, but a game like that, it didn't have just quite yet. Yeah, and it, was, it wasn't it was just that it had, you know, six goals in it. It was that sense of um, chaos while you're watching it, thinking yeah. absolutely anything can happen here, especially with stuff happening in the other game as well. It's, it also, served to, it's, also, it's also served to show Hungary top in Group F. Played three, scored six, conceded four, five points. Lovely old job. <laughs> yeah. What what a contribution! I mean, Hungary and Iceland top that group. Yeah, first and second. Nothing makes sense anymore. You could you, you could make a serious um, claim before the tournament to suggest that they would have been the opposite order. Oh, absolutely, and you would have done. Mm. It's it, it's been quite remarkable that it, the, the average amount of goals. Per, per game in this tournament is low I think it's only 1.92 which is lower than the majority if not all of the previous uh, European championships in that current form I know it's 24 teams but in the kind of uh, I've got a feeling it'll teams. bump up a wee bit you, you'd yeah. hope so but I think a lot of that is because teams that don't have as much firepower naturally have to sh- shut mm. up shop against you know a Germany or, or, or a Poland well like Hungary did well, yeah well no but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean there's, there's been a lot of cases of that Slovakia against England were, were a great uh, example in, in Jim's defence Mark I think Hungary were already through at that point weren't they they were yeah so they can throw the shackles off yeah and, and a, you can shut the hell up have a bloody <laughs> lovely time hmm, indeed um, I, while that was going on Iceland were were drawing with Austria and mm. then right at the end the, the incredible scenes possibly I mean that that is a, that is a clip that we'll see for the rest of our days and rightly so because Iceland at their first major tournament a country of only 330 odd thousand getting not just I mean a point was enough so, sorry can I get confirmation on their population I'm not sure anyone's mentioned it yeah. is that definitely true yeah it's about that <laughs> Yeah, but I've been, to be fair, for Could the you last... perhaps give me a British town to compare it Coventry. with? Coventry. Uh, Thank you very much. I have been saying for many years that, that Iceland are the most overachieving nation in football. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Marcus, I don't remember you saying that once. To tap well, into we've that... We've got uh, proof of it. If you'll let me, please, because it's important, very. and con- a contractual obligation, <laughs> uh, Iceland are now 150 to 1 to win the whole thing with uh, Bet365. <laughs> so £10 on that will give you £1,510, including your stake. They've got England next. I wouldn't put you off it. Yeah. I'm having a quid. <laughs> yeah. They erupt and ruin. Yeah. Everyone's flight. Um, I've got a quid in me back burner, Jim. It's going on Iceland. It's all very confusing. What was the EU referendum coming up? Because people are one hand saying, "Oh, Iceland have got three hundred thirty thousand people," and also three hundred thirty thousand people are coming into the country every year. It's like, are oh, the whole of Iceland coming to the UK every year? Maybe mm-hmm. that's it. 
Well, that's why. Maybe that's how they know England so well, and they're going to beat us in the maybe next they should round. come for summer, because, and I say summer, obviously our summers aren't great, but it's that cold, you don't want a too yeah. much of a culture shock. What did you make of the uh, winning goal? It was a lovely one. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love the commentary, obviously, we've all yeah. heard that by now, I would imagine, but as Pete, quite uh, the absent Pete Donaldson quite rightly pointed out, he peaked too early. Yeah, he did. He, he had nothing he, left in the tank, Well, he, he peaked when it was a three-on-two, which... That that breakaway guaranteed Iceland at least a point, and I think that's probably what he was shouting about. And then when the goal went in, the man exploded. Yeah, because there was nothing left, Jim. Yeah, there was nothing left yeah. in the tank. He, he um, I, I heard on the radio. I think it might well have been this morning. In fact, it would have had to have been this morning. Uh, and the guy was tra- they had an Icelandic guy, and they're translating it. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't a hard translation job. <laughs> it was just like yes, 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 yes. I think, and it was a brilliant goal or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, some things never. Some things are not worth translating. No, but the funny thing about the whole situation is that Portugal then started got got a note from the manager, then started knocking it about, thinking we're loving this, and now they've got Croatia. Yeah, <laughs> I know, which is fantastic. Iceland have uh, dodged the Croatia bullet. Yeah, they have, and have uh, got the England bonus. They've got the England flower. <laughs> The England t- little tickle with a feather. Yeah. <laughs> the belly rub. Yeah. Indeed. But I mean, they went 1 0 up, Iceland, and, uh, it, and they nearly scored a cracker through um, Goodmundson of, of Charlton Athletic. Mm. Uh, but it was uh, Budvarsson who opened the scoring. Uh, his first in 19 games for Iceland. He hadn't scored since September 2014 for his, for his country, mm. which, uh, which, which is now consigned to the history books. Another, it's almost like an identical penalty from Dragovic to hit the post. Identical to Ronaldo's, I mean. Yeah. yeah. We hit the bottom. Also, France in the Champions League final. There we go. Very popular missed penalty at the moment. Don't Although, hit the post, hit well, the target. Well, Sergio Ramos, he, he tried to mix it up, didn't he? That was a bad penalty. Although the goalkeeper was nearly... Yeah, basically hugging him. <laughs> why, is, why is Ramos even taking penalties? Yeah, I wondered that. Just pulling rank as, as skipper. Maybe, he does. He t- I mean, he takes them in penalty shootouts for Real Madrid. It's not, it's not a CV. It's not a CV, is it? And Gareth Southgate's taken a penalty in a shootout. That's when you give him it in a big tournament. Yeah, it's a funny one. He's just pulled it, but he's pulled it out because he's a skipper and he wants to wants to do it, and it's and it's backfired. Indeed, it and has. I for one bloody enjoyed it. That's right. <laughs> Austria, <laughs> Austria had seventy percent possession. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Schoff scored. Uh, Schoff, or however you pronounce that, he scored a great equaliser uh, to set up a tense last half an hour for Iceland, but uh, they held on. Quite handsomely held on. Well, very handsomely. Yeah. <laughs> All very beautifully chiselled men. That's right, yeah. It, it is fantastic for Iceland. There's so many great stories. Northern Ireland and Wales and England. Ireland. Uh, mm, um, <laughs> but, but, but Iceland Iceland are there. And Ireland beat Italy 1-0. Robbie Brady put his name in Irish football history. It was, I mean, it was impossible not to be swept up oh, with the so scenes. Yeah. There were there, There's a lot of scenes. Because beforehand, it looked like they'd blown their chance. Who yeah. had nipped in there? Technically, very good player. You think he's going to tuck it? away and that's going to be that he completely fluffed his lines Mm. and you thought like that's that Mm. also before that they should have had a penalty so there was a sense of maybe a little bit of injustice there Mm. I mean if you you know that that goal actually put Turkey out of the competition I believe so, uh, well, Turkey very, and Albania have gone home, haven't they? It's, it's very mean big. of Brady to eliminate. He don't care. He no, but it, care. the goal meant a Northern Ireland will face Wales and Ireland will face France. Northern Ireland will be loving that. Yeah. Well, if, if we're looking at there's eight games in the, in the, in the second round, of course, so yeah. the last 16, there's eight games. Is it fair to say there's probably going to be one upset? Okay, you think there'd be at least one upset? Okay. There's no point in predicting this. Tournament no, there isn't. <laughs> so, that, so that, in a way, that sort of enforces my point. There will be at least one upset here. Mm. I just wonder if it's going to be Republic of Ireland. What, getting revenge on France? I think... With a handball. I'm not going to make it up at the show, (laughs) but I'm just saying, keep, keep half an eye on it. 
Oh, but uh, it would be interesting for Arnett because if they did beat France, they would have a totally different game against Iceland in the next round. <laughs> 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 they're looking at it as a bye to the semis. Yeah. That's what they're looking at it is. We got like chaps, get past France. <laughs> Get past France, yeah. we're, in, we're in the semis and anything can happen. Yeah, but, right. oh, the motivation for them to beat France is going to be so high, though. Mm, it really is. It really is. But Northern Ireland versus Wales in the last 16 of the Euros. Guaranteeing a home nation in the quarters, which I love. <laughs> it, that is ridiculous. This tournament is amazeballs. It's, it's been great, isn't it? Because there was a lot of worry before the tournament that the, the expansion of it would make it you know, less entertaining. And there's been an element of teams setting up to be defensive because they're not as good as the teams they're playing, but it's not really affected the enjoyment of it at all. That's right. And, and, and Northern Ireland or Wales will play Hungary or Belgium. You would expect it to be Belgium, but the way the tournament's gone, you never know. But if it was Belgium in that game, OK, Belgium hammered Ireland... And Belgium have some great players, this we know, but they are beatable because their manager can't set a team no, up. No team is without weaknesses in this tournament. But I know a lot has been made about the sort of supposed very sort of um, bottom-heavy draft. Uh, sorry, um, bottom-heavy sort of side of the draw. Mm. But, I mean, ultimately, it still could be um, Croatia or Portugal against Belgium in the semi and France versus Spain or Italy in the semi. But don't count Poland out. Poland only were just pit by Germany in the group and they probably should have beaten but Germany. But they face Croatia or Portugal in the quarters. True. It's a tough, tough assignment for them. Very tough, yeah. I mean, that, that statistic of the teams at the bottom half have so many international tournament wins between them. Mm. Well, and they generously put England's one, unless they count a little tournoi as yeah. well, um, which I hope they did. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's slightly misleading. Italy don't look brilliant, but as you said in an earlier podcast, Jim, you don't really want to come up against unfancied Italy, no. do you? No, you can't ask for a better second round fixture from England's point of view anyway. I mean, the, 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 mm. the fact is of the matter, joking aside, they should be in the quarterfinals now, which I think before the tournament started, People would have been say that's about par. I would suggest. Yeah, yeah, I'd have taken it. Anything well, more than the quarterfinal, you'd be delighted with. Yeah, you? yeah. Well, Hodgson as well. He said after the last game that sooner or later England are going to open up and they're going to really spank someone. And obviously Iceland won't set up in a way that invites that. But if they can get a goal in the first half, maybe that will be the performance. And I don't want to you know write off Iceland because they have every chance of frustrating us and nicking something. We've seen that sometimes England's nerves get to them on a big stage. But you would also hope that by that, you know, the opposite side of that coin is that England actually really could take some confidence here. Yeah, but if Iceland dig in, which you would expect they would, as other sides have done, and it's worked, well, for Slovakia mainly... They're looking to maybe get to penalties. But, Jim, you think England would win on penalties? I do. I've said this, and I may be ridiculed for it. What um, are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> First well, we, of all, you keep saying they're going to spank someone soon. Yeah. And secondly, you're saying we're going to win a penalty England shootout. England are going to spank someone on penalties. What doesn't make sense about that? <laughs> are you a double agent? No. <laughs> like I'd admit that. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Elliott does. Shut, yeah. shut up. I was recently <laughs> at a thing where Matt Elliott was, was, was there, and uh, people saying he obviously used to play for Scotland. He went, yeah, when I uh, started playing for Scotland, uh, we that we were 23rd in the world when I left we were 43rd I was a double agent <laughs> oh <my laughs> Great. God. something very much to be proud of yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, but what, nice basically what, what I've said to you guys before is that I think England obviously have a huge inferiority complex with a lot of nations when it comes to penalties it feels like if we know there's someone who are you know are for whatever reason just bigger than us in terms of status and a bit more storied than us we don't feel like we can actually beat them so even when it gets into extra time there's a sense of inevitability we know what's going to play out and we sort of allow it to happen I think again Against the team where we we don't have an inferiority complex, it wouldn't happen so much. Like when we mugged off Spain in um, Euro '96, we we have an inferiority complex against better teams, and we find it impossible to break worse teams down. Yes, it's a great combo. We just play ourselves mm. it's forever. It's football the England way. Yeah. <laughs> England with bibs one, yeah. England without bibs one. Chris yeah. Sutton nowhere to be seen. Both lost on penalties. We can't. We can't. 
do anything against anyone unless they're exactly the same as us and even then it'll be a draw yeah. in that situation we would get lost on penalties as well they just disappear into the jungle somewhere just play out forever um, we've, we've got to mention uh, the scenes at the end of the Ireland game as well Wes Houlihan had that chance Martin O'Neill looked deflated King thought, was in tears yeah mm. because, well, it, was, it was such a glorious opportunity that, that opened up out of nothing it was yeah. maybe a foul on the, on the defender and then of course uh, Wes Houlihan put in that great ball for Brady and Martin O'Neill was celebrating and, uh, and shaking hands with uh, Conte before the final whistle. Way ahead game. of time. Uh, what happened was O'Neill was celebrating because he, he thought the, the whistle being blown for a free kick was the final whistle. Conte just like, well, I want to get this over with anyway. <laughs> yes. this, is, this is a dead rubber as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and then just started celebrating with him. Then, who was it? Al Sharawi came over and said, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the referee blew up anyway. Yeah, but, by which time Buffon was delighted for Ireland. He could, he, as Marcus <laughs> said to me earlier, he looked like he was from the Irish bench. Like he was like, this is a brilliant result. Well done, everyone. Like, what, what are you doing? He's got like 150 caps for Italy or something. But that's it though, isn't it? He's coming towards the end of his career. You, you see this sometimes. It's sort of like they're on holiday in their mm. own career still. Just yeah. enjoying it while well, he's he still playing. Either that or he was saying, um, well, that's what happens if you don't pick me. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I mean. He, he didn't play and uh, that was the only goal of the He's actually tournament. got 159 caps. I thought I was exaggerating with 150. <laughs> yeah. Mental. Yeah. Soon to be 160, of course. Yeah, what, what, what a record. But uh, Roy Keane... Was, it, was he happy or was he angry? He was grabbing I, men I imagine... by the throat, wasn't he? Grabbing yeah, he other was. men by the throat. Because he expresses what? everything he feels in anger. <laughs> I imagine the tears were sulfuric acid. He's as like well. Blanca from Street Fighter 2. Very well, much so. He was grabbing men by the throat. I don't know what emotion that is then. Yeah. <laughs> at, at one point, when he grabbed Martin, I didn't know whether he was going to kiss him or bite his face off. Yeah. Bite his face off, definitely mm. that. It was extremely homoerotic. Mm. Mm. But uh, more on the Euros after this. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble. You're sponsored by Bet365. While we're here, Luke, let's have some highlights. Yeah, should we do the highlights now? An early mm. highlight um, section before Ma- we move on with the Euro chat. Matt Page, you're up. Oh. He said, the third place complexity, which means Portugal are given an easier side of the draw by failing to win a single game, while Iceland will score a last-minute winner to be rewarded with the same side of the draw as England, Germany, France, Italy and Spain. Daniel Greenfield <laughs> then replied saying, well, the third place team should just drop into the Europa League. <laughs> that, that, that'll make it a lot easier. I like that. Oh, by the way, I think uh, that Iceland are glad they're playing England and not Croatia. Agreed. Yes. Axel Eklund, a delightfully named Axel Eklund, says Lars Lagerbach's comments were when asked by a Swedish reporter about facing England. He said, I've never lost to them, having played them four times. Mm. So that's an interesting one there. I don't know if that means an awful lot, to be honest. I'm telling you, um, we're going to smash them on penalties. He was giving it the big one ahead of the Portugal game, which was lovely. Remember that? When he was calling them all actors and whatnot. Oh, that's right, yeah. He said Pepe was a Hollywood actor and Ronaldo... Maybe was a not very good Hollywood actor. <laughs> it's, it's words to that effect. Yeah, that's right. Okay, here's a highlight from Evan Kearney. He says, uh, For the last few months, I've been badgering a mate of mine to mm. listen to the ramble. He finally caved and listened to the latest episode. He was born in Bratislava, the capital of Slovakia. Needless to say, Luke spending five whole minutes whining about Slovakia <laughs> did not go down that well. He gave me a particularly instructive rant about there being 50 million more people in England than there are in Slovakia and called England the international version of Chelsea. Ouch. Ooh, that's oh. backfired, isn't it? Really? It has, yeah. Chelsea won the Champions League, though, defending to the hilt. Yeah, they did. And England have... There's more people... There's a lot more uh, of a divide in England than there is in, say, Wales in terms of population. True. As well. So we've, you know... So are you just sticking the boot back into Slovakia? Are you guys making excuses for me? No, I'm saying that uh, we're very aware of our failings as a country with a sort of much bigger population. We've got bigger populations than Portugal, Croatia, (laughs) Romania. On the other hand, though, if you had just tuned in for the very first time and heard five minutes of me, you wouldn't think that. (laughs) (laughs) Such choice words as disgrace. (laughs) Just banding about for them trying to get the best result they could try to do. And I don't think that I've done it very well, and you're realising, is I'm with the other guy. Okay, right. Okay. Well, in which case, I'm taking issue with that. <laughs> Are you supposed to support me? Well, I kept saying to you, you were being a bit harsh when Slovakia were, were a disgrace. It, it, You're it, a disgrace. It, Look, it, as long as he subscribes, and we, uh, uh, that's fine. He's not going to. Yeah, he doesn't even have to listen. <laughs> in retrospect, I probably was a bit harsh, but I acknowledge that I am saying that just in case we play Slovakia again. Okay, and they've come back to haunt us. Mm. Okay, what about this one from Ben Fraser? He says my highlight is Roy Hodgson's brilliance in ensuring that England fans are treated to a feast of football as we romp to the final by beating France <laughs> and one of Italy, Spain, or Germany. I While can't wait for that yeah right while those Welsh melts welts have to be contending, uh, content with beating the also rounds of Northern Ireland Hungary and Poland hashtag you have to beat the best to be the best uh, and he also finishes off by saying alternatively we will probably check out at Iceland all clever mm. something we can all see happening definitely yeah <laughs> so at least it'll probably be for a bargain price yeah <laughs> you'd hope so yeah um, Richard Cockbane says Richard, Richard I think, what I think it's Cockbane it might be Cobain I don't know anyway sorry Richard I'll just call you Richard Richard says Loving Iceland's work. If I could choose any team to administer a crushing and embarrassing defeat and early tournament exit to England in the next round, it would be them. Calm down, Richard. <laughs> Hang on a minute. 
this is the problem with England football fans. Yeah. When we actually get a decent draw, yeah. they're talking about how we love everyone. Is he English though? Yeah, he is English. He's, oh, right. he, he referred to England as us. In oh, that. Oh, yeah. um, Stuart Smith, Wayne Rooney was asked what these words of wisdom for the squad would be ahead of the Iceland game. Try and win, he said. Inspira- Try. Inspirational leader. <laughs> Inspirational leader, says Stuart. Fantastic. And penultimately, Ben Steele says, uh, watching Hungary versus Portugal with four other people huddled around someone's phone on the district line to Wimbledon in London. If five total strangers watching a game between two countries none of them are from isn't what tournament football is about, I don't know what is. Oh, that is brilliant. Good scene. <laughs> Imagine, I'd love to have seen that on the tube, wouldn't you? Mm. And I'll end with this one from Bob Dunn. No football tonight. I might actually have to talk to my wife. <laughs> Dear. Cheers, wow. Bob. Your wife is a lucky lady. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a 1970s working man's club comedian. Mm. Sounds like a done deal. Um, mm. Belgium beat... His name's Dun Jim. Yeah, Belgium beat Sweden 1-0 and Nangolin settled it. He did. You said this was one of your favourite celebrations of all time. I did say that. Maybe maybe I'm getting a bit caught up in all the Euro fever, you know, saying that we're going to smash those bjorky little mugs on penalties and all that. <laughs> enjoy but, it, um, mate. Enjoy I it. am enjoying it. I really am. But what I loved about it was it was quite a tight game. Nyngelen settled it with a frankly brilliant finish, yes. even though it got a little bit of a deflection. But his celebration was to just put his thumbs up and just show it to the crowd. Just like, got it. I've got this, lads. Don't worry about mm. it. He's a brilliant this player. This was always safe. I really like him. I think it's, we don't see enough um, players of Indonesian descent in, at the top level of football, in my opinion. Not based on him. No, I'd like to see more of them. Yeah, uh, Ibrahimovic has bowed out of international football. Yeah. He tried He tried to inspire them, but it just wasn't there. He doesn't have the pace to get the best out of that team because they're very, very limited. And he's never been a pacey player, but it's they just they just couldn't get him the ball enough. It was as simple as that. Mm. Uh, he, he's not the gassiest Swedish man around. Oh, this is fantastic. This is Unreal. The we great have... thing about this type of story is that as soon as everyone sees it, they all go, we're tweeting the ramble with that. That, that, is, that, <laughs> yeah. is, that is absolute nailed on ramble material. And we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. We do. Tell I them, mean, Marcus, tell them. Yeah, let us break. They know. Yeah. Everyone listening has, has already tweeted us this, but let's mm. do it anyway. Yeah. Let us break, if you will, from the Euros. <laughs> Adam Linden Lundqvist has written his name in, uh, I don't know if it's about the history books, but... Uh, Depends of what. The hearts and minds of the footballing public. Because as far as I'm aware, and I'm happy to go out on a, on a, on a, on a limb here and say he's become the first footballer to be sent off a passing wind during a match. This happened in Sweden. The referee said, I perceived it as deliberate provocation. He did it on purpose and it was inappropriate. Therefore, he received a second yellow card. Whereas Lundqvist simply said, I had a bad stomach, so I simply let go. Yeah, Lundqvist also said, it's not as though I farted into my hand and handed it to him. I love the thought like, of that. Like, 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 <laughs> like that's, that's a thing you can do. Yeah, well, it is, but you don't want to do it. Is it? Imagine, imagine the idea of him doing it on the football pitch. Uh, is, it, is there any talk that he's going to get it, try and get it overturned? I don't know. I don't think he, you can for a yellow, can you? Well, he went on to say, to provoke anyone with a fart is not particularly smart or normal. No. It's nonsense. I just broke wind and got a red card. I spoke to the referee <laughs> afterwards. I was annoyed, but there were no bad words. I just said he was a buffoon. He also fact, said that he didn't know he'd already been booked. Yeah, well, it's, it's a confusing afternoon all round. But I'm really impressed by how confident this guy is. Most people would be absolutely mortified yeah, by this and just yeah. never leave the house again. Yeah. He's, he's like, this is weird, isn't it? He, he's, he finds it as funny as everyone else. Yeah. He's called the referee a buffoon. He yeah. has. I enjoy that. I That's do. Right. That, might, that might get him a further ban. Well, the referee has booked a player for worse before, it would appear. He said, once there was a player who stood and peed next to me on the pitch. Yeah, that's unacceptable. I showed him a yellow card too. Maybe there's something about yeah, this referee. It shouldn't be the same level of punishment. <laughs> 
that's, a that's, that's worse, isn't it? Of course it? it's Certainly. worse. Urination is worse than passing rectal gas. And that is that is today's lesson on the football. And there's ramble. one takeaway from this show. <laughs> today's letter is P. Yeah. And, uh, and so on. Yeah. But back to the Euros, Jim. Back to the sanctuary of of the Euros, the windless Euros. Uh, Croatia beat Spain two one. Yeah. This is a few days ago now, but what a win! Spain have got a terrible second kit. I don't, I I don't mind it. I don't what? mind it. I don't mind it. Yeah, I, I quite like it. I actually, quite like Marcus. the Belgian second kit. I quite like the Spanish second kit, and I like the Turkey second kit as well. Spain I think second kit all is of those are a little bit meh. What, so, what is it that you don't like about the Spain kit? I quite like it. I like the, the, the red. Is, the red is by the heart, isn't it? And then it just sort of expands into white. It's I like it into vomit. Into vomit. Yes. <laughs> you don't like the Spain kit because it expands into vomit. <laughs> It looks like someone's had a little vom. Yeah, it does. On there. Yeah, I like the home kit. Look, as the as the self-appointed mediator here, <laughs> I'm leaning more towards Jim, but I can see Marx's point of view. Now let's move on. Where's Pete when you need him? <laughs> exactly where he should be, miles away from this discussion. Growing up on Spain kits. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that would be more of a yogurty mess, though. Uh, but Morata, he was on, on the end of a great move, but it wasn't enough. The mighty Croatians won. I mean, my goodness, we all thought that Spain would end up topping the group and be in the other half of the draw, but then not Croatia are and, uh, and and they deserve it I mean Rakitic yeah. pulling the strings Modric wasn't playing in that game mm. um, they got a lot of good players in midfield the players who came yeah. in did very well but yeah. we don't I mean in terms of huge players they obviously have Modric and Rakitic and Mandzukic. you would put Mandzukic in there uh, but, but really there's not that many recognisable names Perisic is quite well known yeah and Cerna's been around a while too Cerna is but he plays in Ukraine for yeah, yeah and, and, and Perisic plays for Inter but you know, but I'm I talking about a huge name. But no, they've, no, they've never agree. really had. Look, I'm hardly saying Perisic is, is unknown. I'm not not mm. saying that. You know. Yeah, but they've never been sort of a, a team full of huge, huge stars, have they? Well, in the in the sort of late nineties, they. I mean, not to the level that you're talking about, but they had a lot of very well respected yeah. and rated. But players. a lot of that was from them emerging from uh, from France '98. Yeah. Or Euro '96, actually. Well, yeah, no, very true. Mm. But but I think um, one of the things about Croatia that's been so impressive is they have had far more nonsense to deal with from off the pitch than yeah. than anyone with with what happened in the Czech, the, the Czech Republic game and all mm. the stuff around that and about how you know the fan some of the fans are deliberately trying to get them kicked out of the tournament or whatever all those theories going around and that must be very difficult to play mm. under and they have not let it affect them at all. If anything, it spurred them on. Yeah, they they, they, they dislike the manager. It appears according to some people that's and, and the head of the Croatian. FA as well, no, the whole the whole system. Was oh, it the whole system? Supposedly, apparently there's a, there's a big rivalry between. Uh, is it Split and uh, Dinamo Zagreb? It's just Split. It's just the town, the cities of Split and Zagreb. This yeah. is all according to what Slavin Bilic said on ITV a few mm. a few nights ago. But. Which is a great shame because, well, obviously it's a shame, but but to look at it in the, in the but, but I think they let it, they let it affect them in the Czech Republic game they got pegged back but they didn't have, they seem to have got over it I mean they played they played well against Spain to beat Spain in any tournament is a fantastic result and, and, and they'll be fancied I mean as we talked about I think it might have been before we came on air we talked about Croatia being these perennial sort of dark horses they're very capable of getting past Portugal and we'll come on to that in a minute with the better show um, and after that they play Switzerland or Poland which again is winnable then you're in the semi-final um, where they'll probably face Wales or Northern Ireland and uh, then before you know it they'll be in the final won't they but I just wanted to say actually um, <laughs> Um, I wanted to come in there and say Italy obviously plays Spain in the next round yeah which is a really mouth-watering tie. I'll mm. be the tie of the round. But if you do fancy Italy to beat Spain as well as Croatia, and they're ten to three to do so, a bet three six five and ten pound, and that returns you forty three pound thirty three, including your stake. Worth a look, indeed. I, I would say that Croatia have been the team of the tournament so far. 
I, I, okay. I, I really do think they have. I mean, I know that's not too outrageous a statement. I don't know if you can... Yeah, I mean, I understand what you mean, and yeah. I don't disagree with it, but I also think that at this point, it doesn't really matter at this stage, does it? I no. did say so you, and you can't lose it. You can't win it in the first couple of weeks, but you can certainly lose yeah. it. Mm. And also, what's been really intriguing about it is there's, there's not an obvious standout you know, team of the tournament so far. It's not an outrageous shout to say Croatia, and mm. you, you, you know, it's not an outrageous shout to say a number of teams. And yeah. uh, that... That's brilliant because, I, well, it's, it's just so unpredictable. Where's this going to go? Yeah, I mean, Croatia, France, Germany and uh, Poland, uh, as well with Croatia, had the highest points tallies with seven points. So nobody's won all three of their games, but seldom do they in tournament group phases. Mm. Uh, but Northern Ireland and Portugal, the only sides to go through with three points. Yeah. Northern Ireland nipping in. Mm. And they uh, they will be playing. Have they got a chance against Wales, do you think? They do have a chance against Wales. I think that they were grateful for that uh, Irish goal against Italy because it meant obviously Ireland play France and Northern Ireland then play Wales but both Wales and Northern Ireland will be thinking brilliant yeah these are teams that we know they have a similar style in, in well in, uh, they've grown up in a similar footballing culture mm. uh, you know a lot of the players will play in England as well both of them will think my goodness the quarterfinals in touching distance yeah mm. who do you think it's going to be Marcus I don't know I, you'd have to say Wales because they have obviously got a bit more quality but but I, the the green and white army in a quarter final is is an unbelievable prospect. Well, if Wales get through and play Belgium, they obviously had Belgium in their group as well, didn't they? Beat yeah. them twice. Yeah, I, think. I don't think they've beaten both. Sorry, times, four points. Yeah, I think they got four points. They certainly didn't lose to them. They no. beat them in in Wales. I remember yeah. that one with the Gareth Bale goal. And Belgium are vulnerable, as we've seen. Even if Belgium get past Hungary, I mean, you can't, could be talking about it's not a stretch. I know it's early, but it's not a stretch to say Wales could be in the semi-final. Yeah, that's that's why, from an England point of view, it's very frustrating that they're in the other half of the draw. Because if England do beat Iceland, you would expect it to be France. Mm. Can we meet Wales in the final? Yes, we've got, we got to get we someone to. in the final. Anyone? They're, they're in the top half of the draw. We have to. We can only face them in the final. <laughs> So we can't face Portugal See you there. the final. No. So Ronaldo can't hurt us yeah. until we get to the final, which won't happen. Well, he might us. turn up anyway. Mm. Just start yeah. chucking things onto the pitch. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Slovakia, when they play Germany, they'll they'll be inspired by what happened against Northern Ireland for Germany and the way Slovakia played England? But the problem is Germany have got penalties in their back pocket, haven't they? They yeah. don't care about going to penalties because yeah. they can win them. They'll, they'll, they'll happily do that. Penalties, penalties is, is, is seen by Germans, I presume, as an opportunity. Yeah, just Not to, something to be mortally <laughs> feared all time. Just a series of open goals. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> England sit like it's the you know the fifth step of hell or whatever. <laughs> just to be something to be avoided at all costs. England view penalty shootouts as something that has been specifically designed to hamper them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It is strange. At all levels of football, even playing on like a Sunday morning. Well, I don't want the penalty. You, you no, have the penalty. Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to take it. What's needed is a mindset change. A mindset yeah. change. And also, it used to be that if a player missed a, missed a penalty for England in a, in a major tournament, they became this villain rather than someone who, you know, was closer to doing the best thing for the country than anyone else was. <laughs> are you saying that they shouldn't be treated as, as villains? Well, they should but, be treated as victims. But they're not, they're not now, are they? It, I mean, it's been a while since uh, since it's been. It certainly doesn't seem as virulent. No, it, it doesn't. There's not as many much scapegoating. I would suggest. Yeah, you, when you can suggest that. Uh, but what would you suggest our bet of the show is? Our Luke? bet of the show is um, we quite like. Oh, by the way, I should say we had a winner last time round. Yeah, so get more money. About off the top of my head, about one hundred and fourteen pounds for Prostate Cancer UK because we had under two and a half goals in the both games in Group E, and that happened. So great news. So. That's two in three now, um, so we're on a bit of a run. We've gone for both teams to score and a Croatia win in the Croatia-Portugal game. 
It's currently six to one on Bet three six five. So a uh, fifty pound stake on that it was three. It returns us three hundred and fifty pounds, obviously including our stake, and all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. Um, you must be over the age of eighteen to bet, and please gamble responsibly. For more information on responsible gambling, please go to gambleaware.co.uk. You do it much better when Pete's not here. Um, before we go, I've also got a bit of a. I've got an email. <laughs> yes, I, I forgot to mention earlier. I actually got an email, and it comes in the form of an update from Testicle Matt. Oh, Testicle yes. Matt again. We requested it. Yeah, he he piped up a while ago, but didn't give us too much information about where he is now. He's emailed us with the subject line testicles, so we know it's from him. Yeah. Uh, he says uh, he says greeting ramblers. I can confirm that the testicles are firmly located in Switzerland these days. Ooh. Neutral testicles. He says. He says <laughs> everyone's testicles. Yeah, football fever is among us. Although the Swiss don't have the same passion as the Mexicans. Of course, those of you who come late to the show uh, won't know. But testicle Matt first got in touch when he was living abroad in Mexico. He says you should organise a ramble tour to Mexico. I'll be up for it. Although I can't imagine the wife would agree. Uh, the peak of excitement here is there are a lot of car horns tooting after each victory, which is basically every day due to the many different nationalities living in Switzerland. Ah. He says, this is particularly true in my area, which, which the locals call the ghetto. I must point out, though, in the so-called ghetto, we have a Porsche garage, a Lamborghini garage, and a Bentley garage, so it's not really a ghetto. Um, he <laughs> says, I was politely informed by my neighbour when Switzerland played Albania that we shouldn't go out in case the Albanians shoot us. I'm not sure if he was being serious or not. Keep on rambling. Testicle Matt. Marvellous. Thanks, Testicle. Yeah. <laughs> a wonderful update. It's great to hear from you. And Switzerland are doing well. They've got Poland in the next Yeah, round. they've got a chance of getting through to the quarters. And with Jan Sommer in goal, every chance. In which case, I hope, nay, demand we get a further update from mm. the testicled one. We have a tour of Switzerland. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. It wouldn't take long. It wouldn't take long It wouldn't take as long to Mexico. That's wonderful. That's that really is wonderful. Yeah. And, and if you're if you're reasonably late to the ramble party, you're thinking, who the hell is testicle Matt? Now you know. Just get on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't right. question it. He's one of our most trusted lieutenants. <laughs> I'm not sure I can remember why he's called that. <laughs> no, me either. It's something to do with him being in Mexico. Um, and <laughs> Just I, leave I, it there. That's as much as I've got. Yeah. That's all I can remember. <laughs> We we'll have to dig that out, Maybe, a, Matt. Uh, we've got a further request. Remind us why we know you. Yeah, put, he's as a, testicle, Matt. He's one of our most trusted men in the field. Just trusted. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, what about this? Uh, uh, obviously, Russia have gone home very much with their tail between their legs, despite that point against England. Uh, the Communist Party of Russia was having a go at the Russian football team on its official Twitter account, saying, "We need a Stalinist mobilization, mental, physical, hard strength." But they're already out. Terrifying. It's not going to do anything, is it? Yeah, maybe they're looking forward to the the World Cup, of Mm. course. The party leader said, why does the national team perform like this when 11 millionaires are running around the field with half-bent legs who (laughs) want to earn a lot and don't want to work like a real athlete should? Well, you've got a point. I mean, they've been knocked out in disgrace. They've Mm. not really showered themselves in glory, have they? It's quite terrifying. I'm not supporting the comment. I'm just saying (laughs) it it comes from a place of of truth. Right, that is the end of uh, the Football Ramble this week. Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble Euro, sponsored by Bet365. We're back on Sunday night... when the knockout round is well underway, isn't it? It will be underway, Jim. Business time. Oh, it is. It's business time. Business. And that means Pete Donaldson will be back as well. We assume. <laughs> Let's hope. You can always live in hope. Mm. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm. 